to Wellness Realness with Christina Rice. I'm your host, Christina. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner, holistic health coach, Reiki practitioner, and the creator of ChristinaRiceWellness.com, where you can find my blog, recipes, services, programs, and ebooks. In this podcast, I'll be discussing all things related to health and wellness, and I promise to always keep it very real. Remember my disclaimer, the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice and is not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you'd like to submit a question or a topic for me to discuss, submit it on the podcast page at ChristinaRiceWellness.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a rating and a review on iTunes, and join our Facebook group, Wellness Wellness Podcast Tribe. Hey guys. Hey. Guess who I'm with? Kelly Scott. Woo woo. Kelly Scott. Welcome back to the podcast. It's been Thank a hot you. minute. It has. It's been too long. Tell me what's new with you. What's going on? That's a loaded question. There's been so, so many. <laughs> it is a loaded question. It's like when someone asks me, How are you? and I'm just paralyzed. Yeah, and you're like, Horrible. Do you really want to know what? <laughs> like, know about it? Uh, no, but lots of new things happen. I graduated culinary school in the past month and whoop, whoop. relocated to Southern California. So I just moved and started my life down here. Back in the best place in yeah, cali honestly in northern california best not, place not for me in cali. and are you so excited about having graduated so excited i feel like i'm finally an adult even though i'm 25 <laughs> <laughs> what's the best part mm, the best part is probably just not having to deal with all of the crazy people in culinary school <laughs> yeah can we also actually share something relevant to your health your health journey because we you have been struggling with your skin oh yeah for some time and we got you on a good supplement good protocol. protocol some good probiotics yes, some good probiotics diet probiotics mm-hmm. and um, I think your gut also had a lot of damage from all those things you had to taste oh at my God, all school. the time. So now I don't have to eat crazy stuff 24 seven. So that's definitely nice on my health and I feel a lot better. Yes. But I think that the probiotic played a big oh, for sure. role in clearing up. Cause I skin. wasn't eating or I wasn't taking a probiotic before mm-hmm. and it was, it was probably a bad one if I was. Mm-hmm. So I had to get switched to yes. like a good one. So we switched you over to just thrive. You know that I love just thrive. Love them. I just got a huge shipment in from them the other day because I had to restock. Um, people always ask me like why I have the old packaging. I'm like, cause I buy a hundred of them <laughs> at once. Um, but just thrive is the best probiotic out there on the market. I always tell people, Either use nothing or use a good one. And by a good one, I mean just Thrive. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a spore probiotic formulation. And what makes this a real probiotic, a good probiotic, is that it will actually survive through that harsh gastric environment in your stomach. And it's going to to arrive 100% alive into your intestines. And most studies do not make it alive into your intestines. So you're basically just ingesting dead bacteria that's doing nothing (laughs) for you. I think a lot of people get confused because it's not refrigerated, but there's a lot of misinformation about probiotics out there and you shouldn't need refrigeration because if something can't survive at room temperature on a shelf, it's not going to survive when you swallow it in your 98.6 degrees. That's such a good point. I never thought about that. Yeah. So the logic there, 
you know, when you step back. Yeah. But probiotics are amazing. Well, the Just Thrive probiotic is especially amazing because it can help to start heal leaky gut in just 30 days without any other changes in your life. They've done clinical trials on that, which is pretty profound because most people have leaky gut and that's at the root of a ton of different chronic illnesses and also can be related to skin health, right? So a good probiotic is going to help with your skin, your immune system, immune support, weight loss, mood. Do you notice a difference in your mood? You're just all happy now. Always happy now. (laughs) No, but really people who struggle with depression or anxiety definitely need to get on just their probiotic. Um, Also any joint pain, allergies, people think seasonal allergies or environmental allergies are actually the environment and it's really connected to what's going on in your gut. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're an athlete, great for recovery. So, so many reasons to check out Just Thrive and you just take one a day. You can even cook with it if you want to bake with it. It's, it's that stable. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone with their weight loss goals, 2020, get on it. Uh, Starts in the gut. Yeah. I mean, they've done studies where literally they just add in a probiotic and, and weight loss. That's wild. That's it. So if you want to check out Just Thrive Probiotic, go to bit.ly slash Just Thrive Christina and use my code Christina15 for 15% off. Again, that's bit.ly slash Just Thrive Christina and my code Christina15, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, 15 will get you 15% off. So yeah, we had you on the Just Thrive, Mm -hmm. a bit of liver detox. Liver detox, hormone balance. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, better diet. The diet. I did AIP for a while, mm-hmm. learned what triggered mm-hmm. my skin and it really helped. And I still get breakouts occasionally, but they're really not nearly as bad as they were. Mm-hmm. Switched over to clean skincare, oh, got yeah. you all on the non-toxic beauty train. Mm-hmm. Um, and magic. magic. It's way better. Yeah. So that's exciting. Um, and now you're out of culinary school and at model meals. Model Again. meals, yes. Which, if y'all don't know about them, go check them out. They're the best. Check them out. Are they expanding anywhere? Right now, they're in California mm-hmm. and also, I believe, in Nevada and Arizona. So they've expanded oh, okay. to Nevada and Arizona. So yeah. if you're in those areas, you can get model meals and highly recommend for a great start to a healthy new year yeah. and new life and such. It's a really great company. I remember I like when them. I first heard about model meals, they were, just, they were only in SoCal. So it's cool mm-hmm. that they are expanding oh, yeah. everywhere rapidly we're making thousands of meals every three days it's crazy it's awesome what is your favorite meal from them they have a fairly new one called their popcorn chicken meal mm. and it literally tastes like chick-fil-a chicken nuggets it's so good that sounds legit and does it like come whole- with like a sauce or ketchup yeah it comes with one of their sauces and mm-hmm. their sauces are always so good and they're always whole 30 compliant no added sugars completely paleo so you know you're eating like the best of ingredients which yeah. is nice i mean it's january so isn't everyone on a whole 30 basically i'm on a whole carnivore which is technically whole 30 yeah it is it is mm-hmm. so do you have to sign something that says you won't share the recipes yeah you have to like like an nda, an NDA for NDA? recipes yeah. basically yeah intense yeah what happens if you if you uh I get yeah, fired. I get fired. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I probably would get. Do you I get mean, sued? I don't know. That's I'm not gonna find stuff. out though. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like a lot of recipe development that goes into that, and yeah, if you get your hands on it, some of the recipes are hard. So who does the recipe development? So it's a mix of the head chef, Chef Claudia, who mm-hmm. was amazing, 
And then I did, when I started, when I did my externship, I was able to help and do a few. And then I plan on also doing some. Now mm. that I'm here full time, I'm going to work with Chef Claudia and help with the recipe development. Mm. Is there anything interesting you've learned about what the consumers want from working there that you wouldn't expect? Like, do they adjust yeah. things depending on what consumers want? Definitely. Like, they'll rotate in new dishes or get out old ones that people just don't like that much of. Mm. Um, one, for example, that I didn't do, like, fantastic, which was shocking to me, was, like, this really great ribs one, but, like, the people didn't just didn't want it. What? I was like, what? Because I was like, I'm from the South. I love barbecue ribs. <laughs> and I made these ribs personally, and they just like, were not selling. And I was like, I'm personally offended. That's weird. I feel like the type of person that gets model meals is more like they believe in lean lean chicken like lean yeah, protein more, they they associate ribs with being unhealthy even yeah. though we're so well sourced yeah um so that didn't relay over but we have other non-lean meats that are fantastic and that they do like people love them mm. so i think it's just like the ribs haven't made it to the health world yet in their mind well while we're on this topic i was listening to a podcast this morning on my drive up mm -hmm. here and it was two men and they were talking about this idea amongst the female population that meat is bad for you. Oh my gosh. And you so know, they're annoying. talking about how, you know, how can we dispel this? How can we, and I think this is an interesting topic for us to talk about because both of us love meat. Love meat. Well, you're carnivore. Yes. I would definitely be carnivore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like obsessed. Like I, every single meal I have meat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's definitely just like a fear instilled in, instilled in people but like what is the logic behind that i never had i never had that belief like mm -hmm. so i'm i'm like curious and i wonder if it's because we were athletes and we associated meat with like giving us energy and power and muscle maybe whereas like a lot of people associate meat with like protein yeah and putting on muscle <clears throat> you know like bodybuilders yeah. eat lots of protein and chicken and salmon and stuff like that so i wonder if that's a big part of it and like oh i want to be lean and i don't want that well i think protein. it also has to do with the fat thing you know that too i and think they're fearful of fat i guess that's one area in which my lack of any nutrition education growing up helped me right i didn't have any of those Same. preconceived ideas like mm -hmm. my parents never were like oh yeah we want to eat lean they never tried to talk about anything healthy right um, i think a lot of people maybe who had more health conscious parents who were all taught, right? Especially in the 90s. Fat. Yeah, like that's then, what they were taught. Mm -hmm. um, healthy whole grains, low fat. So that might have been instilled in... It's very interesting and definitely mm -hmm. still a thing because I'll have private clients and especially the wives, mm -hmm. I notice, don't like red meat. They'll only like fish or chicken. So interesting. And I was like, I thought we were over that, but apparently not. I think also there's something like so... It's like red meat. There's something yeah. about that. You know, even in the carnivore space, it's like people have an issue with a woman eating a big steak. And it's like, why is it so weird for a woman to eat a yeah. big steak? It's interesting. Um, it's very. And, and again, this whole lie that women should eat less than men. Right. <laughs> like outrageous. Um, do you eat more than Rick? That's a good question. Because Rick and I eat differently. Like I'll mm. always, I put the quantity of food. I definitely have more mm -hmm. than him. But he'll eat, like, one or two massive meals a day. Mm. And, like, that will be it. Like, yeah. we'll go, for example, go to, like, sushi. And I'll eat, like, two rolls. And he'll have, like, five rolls. Mm. He'll, so, but that'll be, like, his meal for the day. Whereas, like, 
I need three three whole meals a day. Yeah, gotcha. So it's more spread out, but I feel like I definitely put down more quantity of yeah. food than he does. Does which goes back to what we were talking about? How it's so weird how guys just like forget to eat. Literally, just forget. They all, for, they all forget to eat. So many of them, I feel like, just like don't eat all day, and they just eat a huge dinner. Literally, and I don't understand. Rick, that. Ha- Rick, my boyfriend, has done that countless times. Yeah, and like the other day, he was working on a deadline, and was just like oh yeah i haven't eaten a whole 24 hours i just you know didn't have time and i was like <laughs> no there's always time <laughs> yeah that's what that's what my boyfriend said yeah. too the other day. <laughs> he was like i had he was driving for like two days and he was like oh yeah i forgot to eat today like how did he not pass out i don't know <laughs> i don't understand how they how that happens like it's on my mind right yeah but yeah the red the red meat myth needs to go i don't know yeah. why people are so afraid of it you know? It's delicious and that's a shame. Yes, it's delicious. The most nutrient, nutrient dense, dense food. Yes. That's the thing. It's like if we're talking about nutrient density, your chicken and your turkey are literally doing nothing for you. Literally. Like, salmon, I can be here for it, right? Mm-hmm. But like chicken and turkey I see is just protein, but like no nutrition. And like red meat is nutrition. Exactly. So then I think doing carnivore has changed my it's so weird how I look at food now. It's really changed the way I look at food. Like mm-hmm. Anytime I see a vegetable on a plate or like there will be times when I see vegetables and I'm just like, it's just filler food. Like, why would I buy it? That's how I feel. Like my mom was like, oh, do you want to have some greens? And I'm like, why? Like, mm-hmm. it's just extra, something extra. That's so funny, too, because literally, like, a year ago, you would have greens with every know, single meal. I know. I was like, I need it. So, like, it. how much that's changed. Yeah, well, because I think now I'm not sure that I see the greens i don't see that as a nutrition anymore mm-hmm. i see the meat as a nutrition and like the focal point of like what to be eating right. and i think also ancestrally like who the fuck is gonna go out and forage for a shit ton of vegetables right you would eat the meat you'd you only would, yeah, eat you'd, the vegetables if you needed thing. something else right mm-hmm. um and if they're accessible meat's always yeah. accessible but like the well, seasonality well like hunting not always accessible all, but yeah, yeah but it's like it makes more sense to like fast and feast it makes more Mm -hmm. sense to be like if you have animal like if you have killed an animal and you have that there why would you not eat that as your main event because you don't know when you're gonna have to fast right do you know what i mean like you wouldn't be like let me just put four ounces i'm not gonna be a cave woman i'm like let me have four ounces of meat with with all of (laughs) my uh my leaves i scavenged like it doesn't even taste good like we make vegetables taste good by like adding salt and seasonings and I don't know, vinegar to like as dressing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you really think a cave person would go out and find a leaf and make a salad? Probably not. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's pretty gross. You know what I mean? Just eating. So, Although I do that with romaine. I'm not going to lie. Romaine is delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's debatable. <laughs> I just like eat it like, a, like a rabbit. It is good. I love vegetables. Like I think they taste delicious. Yeah. I think just now I see it as filler. Right. I guess like extra. And so a lot of times, a lot of the time I'm just like, why would I, and you know, it works best with your body and that's carnivore. Yeah. yeah. And, low I, carb. I, and I think now it's like, there are so many different reasons why plants could potentially hurt you like oxalates or nightshade or, mm-hmm. um, you know, just like lectins in general, any anti-nutrient. And I'm like, not to mention non-organic versus organic yeah. farming, all of that. Yeah. So. It's like, you look at every food. I think also for me realizing how much the pesticides affect me and glyphosate mm-hmm. affects me. Um, 
And so I'm like, you're getting so much more potential exposure. Like I don't trust organic vegetables, honestly. Well, no, right? It's so only, they only have to be one 95% organic. Yeah, and so, then you don't know what's happening really in those fields. Yeah. So like, because my body is so sensitive, I'm almost like, why would I even, why would I thought about this the other day? I'm like, mm-hmm. I could totally just do like some leafy greens and then have my meat. I'm like, maybe I should do that. And I thought, why would I do that? Because like, what if those, what if there's something yeah, you don't in know. those greens that e. are coli. causing issues? Like, why would I bother? You know what I mean? Why would I really bother? Why mess up what's already working for you? So yeah, it's definitely changed my, my mindset for sure. It's been a fun it's, I thing. love how like you can just switch up your diets and change yeah. and experiment and you're just, just like on to the next thing I think that it's works fun. best. How can I speak to it if I haven't tried it? That's so true. I think the only thing I haven't ever given a full shot is like vegan long term I mean I did potato diet but I mean like regular vegan yeah and the reason I can't is because I literally can't get past like three days no like you get so two bloated. Or three days I get so bloated I'm so hungry like I can't That's do it I have a vegan meal and two hours later I'm starving yeah no matter well, how you have to eat more often you know yeah you, and you have to eat a lot to eat of carbs like, yeah which to fill up I don't think either of us do yeah fantastic so on. I mean I, I tried I tried for like three days and this wasn't that long ago i was mm-hmm. like i'm gonna do this because my human design right i do remember that told me that to try she was like you would do really well on a raw diet try it and i'm like okay so i tried for like three days and i was so bloated i was in so much pain i was starving i couldn't sleep i was like i can't do this no. um not worth it so my body's just rejecting it so haven't tried that yet yeah, but I don't think you need to. Who's who? Who? But you knows? never know down the line. Yeah. How do we even get on this topic? What were we remember. gonna talk about? Okay. Well, you're <laughs> you're at model meals, cooking food. Okay. So we, people don't like ribs. Oh yeah, which is, that's how we got into this. Yeah. Stuff. People, but you know, <laughs> and you know, I'm campaigning to bring the ribs back, but we'll see if that happens <laughs> we'll one day. See. Maybe maybe it's like a seasonal summertime Let's thing that petition. needs to happen. But yeah, otherwise, people love model meals. It's yeah. Really convenient and great high yeah. quality food, which is so hard to come by. You're doing model meals, you're also doing private clients. Yes. I'm also yeah. I'm doing just like a hodgepodge of Welcome all kinds to the of life. Stuff. Welcome yeah. to the life. Eventually, you know, never entrepreneuring on the side. Yeah. So I'm doing private clients. If you're in the Orange County area, hit me up. I like to <laughs> doing I'm doing meal prep um on a small scale and then also private dinners, which is a lot of fun because then you can do like coursed meals. Yeah. I have one coming up on Monday that we did a fun little menu that I'm cooking for uh, a couple having their anniversary. So that's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I should have you do a little thing for me. Yeah. Be, how fun would that be? Like throw an event in San Diego. Like, and oh, be like we should do like that. Upscale. Too. Yeah. Like upscale be like event. Plated. Yeah. Nice. That would be fun. Yeah. It'd be a lot of fun. All the food. Kelly, when I came here, Kelly was cooking a bunch of our food. It looked so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. For the, I was doing meal prep when yeah. she got here and yeah, it's it looked, hard not to eat it all. Yeah. It looked amazing. I would be really bad at cooking for other people because <laughs> I would eat all of their food. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So you're doing that. And then, so we should answer this question that someone sent in. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, someone asked, did I not take, yeah. How is it balancing your friendship with working together professionally? 
Do you want to answer that? Yeah. I think we do an excellent job because I feel like (laughs) we don't feel like we're coworkers or like we work for, I work for you or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't feel like that. It just feels like friends getting stuff done. (laughs) Yeah. Like (laughs) we have the same mindset. Uh, We balance each other out. Like we have opposite things that work well together. Like I can put Christina in her line and be like, yo, we need to do this Mm -hmm. right now. And then it's just we work really well together because we're good friends too. Yeah. yeah. So we've I don't think we've ever had an issue ever that I can think of. No, I think so much of it is because of our personality types. Like oh, yeah. we don't get offended. Like I feel like we disagree with things with business before, oh, yeah. but like it doesn't matter because neither of us get offended of over disagree. No, because <laughs> we're not afraid of being like, no, 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 you're wrong. And yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. You're yeah. right. We both will just, I forget what, what this morning I was like laughing because I said something and you're like, absolutely not. You can't do oh, that. I remember. You were asking about like a recipe idea. I was like, that is not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> but so, I was like, but try it out. I'm, yeah. We'll see. It doesn't, it does not work to work with friends if you get, easily offended or if you're someone who can't separate business from your friendship you know yeah but I also feel like working together it reminds me of you know when you're a little and you have like your best friend who you guys have like this hobby project that oh, yeah. you, whenever you hang out you, you work on it like, always that's like feel. that's what we do like, yeah it's so much fun like yeah. it doesn't feel like work when we're like working yeah ever. it's like shit we would do anyways yeah like we, we would weren't. discuss this even if we weren't working <laughs> yeah. together so like we might as well be working together because yeah. we're already doing it yeah so I think it's good. And because we are naturally very organized people, like mm-hmm. I feel like I approach everything in my life like a business. Um, and so do you kind of. Pretty much. So yeah. it makes it all easy to stay organized. Like I think if you're not that kind of person and working with friends or probably, probably be some issues where if one person, you know, is trying to be organized and like professional yeah. here. And then I think it also works because this isn't a professional like business do you know what I mean yeah I run a different kind of business so and all my side things are different unconventional too so it'd be one thing if we were like in some like financial situation exactly Um, it'd be very different but yeah yeah because we're both very type a organized stay on track and call each other on our shit Mm -hmm. we work well together but I definitely have friends where like there's no way we could work together and I would not even try yeah the same way there are friends I'm like no way Mm -mm. can you stay with me or can we travel together or could I ever live with you yeah so many boundaries but like us like we could live together like I was like with you for a whole week in San Diego (laughs) I know living with you basically and it was the best week ever (laughs) it was literally the best week ever um yeah so and it's really nice for me to feel like you know, it's so hard for me to work with people because I don't trust people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like my baby, you know, like this business. Yeah, it's your is whole my, life. Yeah, and so it's really, I think it says a lot about you and Aaron that, like, you know, I trust you guys. Like, I... For sure. Yeah, it's... I thought I would never be able to, like... The thought of, like, hiring help, getting help. Like, I don't trust anyone. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't, right? But, like, I can just hand things off to you guys and I know it's going to get done. Exactly. So that's a huge relief. You know, so that's the upside. But yeah, I don't think everybody could do it. I don't think everybody could. No, definitely not. But yeah, I don't think it's ever caused a riff in our friendship. But I have worked with friends before where it did ruin the friendship. And did you like have a friend break up or like what went down? Um, no. 
No. I just naturally just couldn't just work like, out together. We don't, we don't work well together. Yeah. You know, so I think it just depends on if the personalities mm-hmm. can mesh or not. Like, it wouldn't work if I was the kind of person where, say, we got in a fight over something related to the podcast mm-hmm. that day, and then I come home and I'm like, I'm like, oh, Kelly doesn't agree with me about this, but I think this. Like, I'm not... I don't do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if, mm-hmm. if I disagree about something you say, like we talk about it right then and then it gets resolved. Like I think exactly. because we're both so solution oriented and like neither of us ruminate on past crap. Yeah. We don't read into that yeah. stuff either. Yeah. So you gotta be, you gotta be kind of in your masculine energy. I think. Oh, for sure. Side of things where <laughs> you just don't give a shit. It's like talking you about, can't. talking to mind pump about like, why does their relationship their business relationship work and how does that affect their friendship? You know, it's Mm -hmm. like their personalities work together. Um, so it's hard to find, but yeah, we found it. Yeah. I'm glad we haven't had any issues. Yeah. No, knock on wood. (laughs) We don't even need to, because I know (laughs) know. (laughs) no one's talking. Um, yeah. So you've moved back here Mm -hmm. and what has that felt like for you? It's been great on so many levels. One, Southern California is just completely different from Northern California and just more my place. Tell me about the differences. I want to hear your perspective because I know mine. Interesting. Yeah. So I feel like I have a pretty unbiased perspective because I'm not from California. I'm from Mm -hmm. the South. So it's completely different. So I came here and have lived in both Napa and Southern California. And I feel like northern california is not even that much different from the rest of the country (laughs) compared to southern california southern california is more like progressive thinking Uh, they're also like laid back and like really into the health world which like obviously we thrive in Mm -hmm. and so it's just way more like nice living and also not to mention politics but Mm -hmm. my political views align with people down here too and up there it's just like i feel like everyone's just more uptight and I don't know. They're just not my people. Yeah. Okay. And even the Bay Area. I hate San Francisco. Sorry for me from San Francisco, but it's the worst. <laughs> okay. I agree with you. I agree with you. What do you hate about San Francisco? Oh, first of all, it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> the hills also suck, which like great for walking, but like living conditions are horrible. I it know. smells like pee and weed everywhere. Horrible. <laughs> and I mean, the homeless problem is an issue, which I know it's an issue in LA too, but it's bad and plus like cost of living there is outrageous for like Mm -hmm. what you're getting like people live in like living rooms for like a thousand dollars i know it's crazy it's crazy yeah i've never been a san francisco person and me neither i'm glad to hear your perspective because i feel like i try and explain that to people like Mm -hmm. when i go back to the bay i feel like i'm stepping back into 1990s in terms of just the way they think and what's going on and that's kind of how i feel with the rest of the country, yeah, <laughs> not all of the country, no, but, but a lot. There are certain major c- cities because I think I got uh, just super. I don't know, spoiled like li- like going mm-hmm. to college in LA, where like that's when you really, you know, college is such a liminal time. You know, mm-hmm. you really step into yourself and you kind of learn how the world works more so. And when you're learning how the world works in in a place like Los Angeles, that's not the same as everywhere else. Yeah, no. So it's- that became my normal. It's right? yeah, the most probably the most progressive yeah. place and everything starts there. It's and a bubble goes everywhere else in the country yeah. and then the world. Yeah. Well whether or not it's progressive, it's just like people mm-hmm. there are just so different. Yeah. You know, and that became I'm like, what do you mean? Everyone's gluten free. Like everyone's gluten free. Oh, like, what do you mean you can't find yeah, gluten free yeah. options? What do you mean there's you? no almond milk? 
I've right. never heard of that. You know what I mean? It's so, when so, you step outside of it and go to other places. Yeah, and you're, you're like, like what's what? happening? Like, when I was home here? for Christmas in Atlanta, I was like looking for stuff in the grocery store, mm-hmm. and I was like, where the hell's the healthy yeah. ice cream? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's like I expect it in other places I travel to, but mm-hmm. p- people have this idea that the bay is super progressive and like very health conscious. People think yeah, the base no. where it's not definitely not. There's like literally like two, three spots that would be like, yes. Like, yeah. Let's support. I would eat everything on that menu. Yeah. I feel like I have the same amount of luck finding like healthy places as I, as mm-hmm. I do a lot of other cities. Yeah. But, so, I mean, sorry if you, if you love the Bay, sorry, there are some good There's, things about it. Know, different strokes for different. Yeah. Folks. I respect everyone, you mm-hmm. know, but I just not my, it's not my jam, not my jam. You either. know, for some, some people hate SoCal, you know, yeah, I, which, a lot of people who, in NorCal uh, do not like SoCal. It's either you like Northern yeah. California or Southern California. Almost everyone I went to school with was like, oh, we hate Southern California. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I bet. Which is like, they always thought I was weird anyway. So I was yeah. like, okay, cool. Bye. OC. Yeah. OC yeah. <laughs> <see you> girls. <laughs> SoCal or no Cal, baby. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like dying because Kelly's <laughs> Kelly's Wi-Fi password is OC girls. <laughs> it's great. It's great. <laughs> Top secret information. Yeah. Sorry. Y'all don't know where I live. It's yeah. <laughs> That's also not the full password. Yeah. But it's okay. My Wi-Fi. <laughs> do you know what my Wi-Fi password? It's probably food related. It's not. It's not. You don't know it. I mean, I, I instantly log in when I'm there. So <laughs> it's I love Christmas. I'm not surprised by that at all. You love Christmas more than anyone in the whole entire world. So that's crazy. You can tell a lot about a person from their Wi-Fi password. You can, I think, and their Wi-Fi. Yeah, the Wi-Fi Definitely. name. Yeah. So moved back here much better because we're in SoCal. SoCal, I'm closer to my friends, closer to my boyfriend, which is very yes. nice for a change because we did a long distance for like eight months, mm-hmm. which was very difficult Mm -hmm. yeah we need to get into that in a second Mm -hmm. but i want to so you move here Mm -hmm. and you're in like a what is this a house it's like a A townhouse it's it's kind of like a townhouse but it's apartment complex as well like we have two stories so i'd call it like a townhouse Mm -hmm. but we share a wall with another apartment it's really nice in here i love it i love it i love it yeah um i was talking to someone about like do you like living in apartments versus houses? And there's like a lot of give and take. Yeah. Like there's a lot of ava- pros and cons. Yeah. I like the, f- it feels homier in a house, but mm-hmm. I do like a very nice apartment. I, I also I don't like having roommates. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so like roommates are such a hit or miss. Yeah. I would rather live, <clears throat> I would rather live in an apartment by myself than a house with mm-hmm. other people. Luckily my roommates are awesome. Yeah. Um, one especially we're into the same exact stuff like she's yeah. a dietitian emily shout out to you yeah um so we yeah, like go sweet. over all the foodie stuff so it's fun yeah and speaking speaking of that she was showing me today she got some bee propolis for christmas she said yeah um, from beekeepers naturals she has and that made me so stuff. happy yeah she has a bunch of bee propolis so um i'm excited to hear how she likes it i I'm obsessed with that stuff, and I mm-hmm. like ran out when I was home for the holidays, and I got so That's sick. Why you got so sick? Yeah, I swear to God, it is because the propolis saves me so much with the immune support, and I usually mm-hmm. take like I do like ten to fifteen sprays in the morning and the afternoon, and it tastes so good. I could basically after it's I so podcasted good. with Carly, the founder, I was like, I'm gonna drown myself in this. So if anyone listening has not tried out the bee propolis. Highly, highly recommend. And she also got their cacao honey, which is super good. I need to try that. It looks amazing. Yeah. And we were talking about how once you've had legit honey, 
you, you like, can't go back yeah, to store bought stuff. Yeah. So their honey is amazing and their bee chill the hemp honey is so good. Like there's something mm-hmm. different about the texture. The texture Have you seen and it? the yeah. and it's just like really good. Yeah. And I like how it comes in like little tubes yeah. too. Yeah. It's I have the convenient. tubes which are super good for travel. Mm-hmm. Um, I use those for travel. Yeah. And it's really nice because you have that hemp to chill you out before bed. And then also the honey is a really good sleep hack because you can mm-hmm. just take some before bed and that replenishes your glycogen stores. So people mm-hmm. who like wake up in the middle of the night, sometimes it's because their body's looking for some sugar, right? So if you have the honey, it helps you sleep through the night. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. So I love that stuff. Um, and they're, they're bee powered. They're superfood complex. Have you had that? I haven't had that yet. I take that every morning kind of like uh, like if I, I don't take a multivitamin, but it has mm-hmm. everything because it has the propolis, the royal jelly, the bee pollen, and the honey. So you're oh, getting wow. all the antioxidants, all the um, the brain-boosting benefits of the royal jelly, mm-hmm. everything in there, the propolis immune support benefits. So that's amazing. And then I just restocked on the bee elixir, which mm. is amazing. For, it's like a natural nootropic. So mm-hmm. I was just – I have – had so many people recently ask me about nootropics and I always recommend that one to them first because it's like it's a whole foods based form without any caffeine right so you don't get like a buzz yeah which is hard to find yeah so I love I love their products if you have not tried them out just go to beekeepersnaturals.com slash crw and my code crw will get you 15 percent off again that's at beekeepersnaturals.com b-e-e-k-e-e-p-e-r-s-n-a-t-u-r-a-l-s.com slash crw and my code crw will get you 15 percent off you need to use that to stock it's up on all the things yeah, yeah especially now that's cold season yeah. coming in yeah 100 no, percent. yeah it's good she has all that problems i know right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you're here in this house roommates are awesome roommates are great and now you're close to the boyfriend who uh-huh. you've been with for a year now how crazy Ooh. because i swear we documented on the podcast when you guys first got together kind I think of we did i remember podcasting about a year ago oh my god wait if you guys have been listening to all of our episodes you probably heard the whole trajectory because yeah because we went on the hint we did like we did a we did hinge the hinge episode podcast and that's how they him. met yeah um you had such good luck with hinge literally like the first he was literally, the first person right the first person i went on a date with on hinge mm-hmm. and instantly we just clicked and like oh my god. kind of just went from there yeah, it's so crazy. Awesome. In Southern California. What are the chances? You know, know, right? I just watched Dirty John, which kind of made me feel like don't date people online because it's scary, but, but in, it works. Too deep. It works. It and works. And you date someone yeah. online. So, I yeah. mean, so it's the wave of the future. It, it works out somehow, right? It does. So, you guys have been together for a year. Crazy, crazy. Crazy. Time flies so fast. Yeah. And how much of that was long distance? The majority of it. So, like eight months of it was long distance. Really? I didn't realize that much of it, it was. Because I, we started, we dated it in January to May mm-hmm. and we were in person and then I went to school until December and that whole time basically, and it was like beginning of May I left. Mm-hmm. So that basically that whole time I was in Northern California and he was in Southern California. Mm, okay. So tell me about it. If anyone's done long distance, they know how like just how difficult it is. Mm-hmm. I knew it would be hard, but I never realized like just how hard it would be because like we would see each other like once a month, mm-hmm. and we went from like seeing each other from like three times a week to once a month, mm-hmm. and it's just like so different. And we had opposite schedules. Communication was like very hard, especially we have 
we don't have like the same communication style. So like learning how we show love was very difficult. Like cause I show love in different ways and he does too. Um, so like realizing that took a few months for me to be like, Oh, like this is how he like shares that like, I'm on his mind and stuff like that. So it's all about, you know, communication, but it was not that fun being long distance <laughs> to say the least. Okay. So Tell me what you learned about how he shows love. He's interesting because how he shows love is very much, first of all, he likes to be in person with you. His best way to show love is definitely in person. Like he doesn't like to be on his phone and stuff. So he had to like translate our experiences together, like through the phone as well. So like he would send me songs that reminded um, him of me or mm-hmm. like experiences and stuff like that like funny memes and stuff like that so like they're just thinking of you like that's how he'd be like thinking of you like mm-hmm. this reminds me of something like you would like so I'm sending mm-hmm. it your way so like that but you didn't like that or what no I, lo- I love it but it took me a while to realize oh that's how he's like saying that he's thinking of me in a way instead of being like outwardly like hey, I miss you so much because like that's not his style. Oh. And it was also like, it's obvious he misses me. We're long distance. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be said every day. Yeah. Um. So that is like how he shows his love via long distance. What's his Definitely. love language? His love language, first of all, he's never taken the test. So I can't be like definitive about it, but I definitely think it's quality time. And also um, he likes sharing. Yeah. I mean, quality time probably. He likes to share like really fun experiences together. Okay. Yeah. That, that he likes sounds physical like physical touch too, but yeah, that's yeah. definitely him. Not a, not a words of affirmation. Um, he probably doesn't give words of affirmations as much mm-hmm. as I give. I'm not like great at it, but I'm like good, really good at like writing words of affirmation. So that's mm-hmm. usually how I do it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I need words of affirmation, he'll, he definitely like always, always complimenting me and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think long distance is harder for certain personality types than others. Oh, for sure. Um, And I think if you are a big words of affirmation, quality time, it can be... Really hard. Well, I think words of affirmation is almost easier. Because if that's how you both communicate, you're Mm -hmm. used to it being so like... You just keep affirming each other. If it's quality time, it's a lot harder because... You know, you're not getting as much quality time. Exactly, and both of ours and is quality acts of service time. too. Yeah, and I I like to give acts of service. So yeah. I would like send him notes and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's not the same mm-hmm. as like being in person, being able to do something for that person. So how did you get through it? Um, I went to therapy a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I cried. I went to therapy. I went to therapy at my school, which helped. I also like friends helped. Um, mm-hmm. We luckily got to see each other like around m- once a month, almost. So the longest time we spent apart was six mm-hmm. weeks, which was brutal. But mm-hmm. like that, knowing there was an end in sight helped as well. Because like mm-hmm. a lot of long distance people like not necessarily not don't necessarily know when the end is in sight. So mm-hmm. like luckily we had that like closer like every month like yeah, every trip that helps we a had lot. something planned out to look forward to so like mm-hmm. i always knew like okay well i'll be seeing him in like five weeks so it's gonna be yeah. fine yeah um so that definitely helped yeah um yeah and then the obvious like calls and facetimes and just texting what mm-hmm. was nice but yeah looking forward to something is yeah. probably the best thing I know. you can do in a long distance yeah well that's what i told you like when i was doing it in college like that's what saved me i was like we do yeah. not leave when we're together we do not leave each other until we know the next time we're seeing each other yeah because like if you leave and you have don't have something else planned it's like 
yeah. stressful. And the only conflict that ever came from it was like scheduling conflict when that like didn't mm-hmm. happen. Like when we were like, okay, well, when we see each other and like having to coordinate mm-hmm. that was like the only sort of conflict I would say that ever came about. Yeah. Um, I also think, I don't know if you ever did this. I told you about this. I was someone, who was it? I forget. Someone on YouTube was talking about how she makes her long distance relationship work. And like Snapchat, mm-hmm. she said was super helpful because like they don't use Snapchat in general, but for each other they would because they would just kind of like video their, their days right. and then the other person could just watch it whenever they, they had time. So it was like FaceTiming without having to set up time the yeah, same way like genius. the same way like i seriously think so many of my relationships are strong because of voxer true on like i i know we don't voxer because you're annoying but <laughs> <laughs> but um almost all of my closest friends who i'm like really close to we all voxer and i always think like if i didn't have voxer I probably wouldn't talk to this person very much and like our relationship would not be that strong, but it allows us to always be in communication and like hear someone's voice. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it, so it makes sense to me with the Snapchat thing as she was saying, like, you know, you feel like you're there with them because you're just watching their, their day. Like hearing the voice, seeing them. Definitely. Yeah. So but I do like Voxer for that. Yeah. We need to start doing that again. I always I tell you I want to do it. I was really good about it when I last lived here during a job. Yeah. But like once I got into school, it went out the window. Well, I, was we so damn busy. I love Voxer. It's so much easier. We need it to is. get you and Aaron on a group Voxer. We do. Yeah. And we need to pump, um, get our, <laughs> our Voxer <laughs> with Liz back. Yeah, we do, Liz. Well, like I'm so grateful for Voxer. Liz and I were talking about this because now Liz is at Oxford Mm -hmm. and we're literally on completely different schedules and I know so many details about her life and she was saying that she was like I feel like I've basically lost touch with all of my friends from back home because Mm -hmm. we just are in totally different time zones and she was like you're the only friend who literally knows everything that's happening every single day so I don't feel like our relationship has been strained at all because it's literally the same as it was before right Um, we just always box for each other so it's a really cool tool. It is nice. And then you can go back and listen. Unlike to the like the texting one, like yeah. text to voice stuff, it's not nearly no. the same. Yeah. Like relationships have changed so much now that technology has mm-hmm. changed. That's for sure. Well, you deal with long distance stuff. Do y'all Voxer? Or like what, we what don't Voxer because I brought it up, but I think it's too many methods of communication. So y'all, I mean, y'all are always in contact. We, yeah. Well, we talk on the phone a lot. Yes, so, you don't really need Voxer. Yeah, we don't need Voxer. I would just get in the way. Yeah, because then it would be like Voxering and texting and like phone calls. That's a lot. And it would be a lot. So, yeah, that's too much. But, yeah, I like this relationship kind of started off long distance. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we got, I don't know, I think that helped in yeah. some ways. I mean, your communication started off really good from the beginning yeah. because you had to communicate to get to yeah. know each other yeah. long distance. So. For sure. It already was great. Yeah. Crazy, bizarre story. Yeah. Bizarre. Because it was like long distance. We were together for a couple weeks and then long distance again. Um, well, you had a first date and then you were instantly long distance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it was like, but you both knew we liked each other a lot. Yeah. It was yeah. so intriguing. Yeah. And then it God, that was so crazy. Yeah. And then now like he's only going to be home for like three or four days this month. Uh-huh. And then he'll he'll be gone again and then hopefully the rest of the months 
things calm Hopefully. down. But it's so interesting for me because I feel like in the past when I've dated, it's always me, the one who's traveling and gone. Mm-hmm. And then I feel bad. Like, I feel like the other person makes me feel bad that I'm gone. But now it's like he's the one who's gone even more. Yeah, he's always um, gone. He's always gone. So it's an interesting change of pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, At least you can understand his side because you've yeah. been on the other side too. I think that's why it works so well because neither of us – like we both understand that we have to travel and it's like, I don't get offended. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. It honestly works out really well for me because can work. I can get so much done when he's gone, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and both of us are so busy that it's fine. It works you out. Know? Obviously I miss him, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It won't be long distance forever. Yeah. It won't be long distance forever. I'm just glad. So, I mean, when we first started dating, he didn't even live in San Diego. I think it's so and funny. Then, and then he's now he's in San Diego, thankfully, but like barely there. Like your second day was him moving. It's not from <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> yeah. So quite a wild story. I feel like if it gets far enough, I need to have him explain himself oh, on the podcast. He should. <laughs> Be like, why don't you tell the story of what happened? Yeah, here? I would love to hear his perspective. Yeah, me too. Because I was hearing it from you the whole time. Yeah, so, it'd be interesting. So, but yeah, long distance definitely. It's not you, easy, folks. It's communication. Yeah, you know, it really is communication. I'm just understanding um, the other person. Yeah, as well. He calls it bridge communication. Have you heard of that? No. Yeah, he like on our first date, he's like, "So how are you with bridge communication?" What? And I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Bridge communication being communication in between when you see each other," and so okay. we always talk about like. You know, your bridge communication needs to be strong for a long uh-huh. distance relationship to work. And like, yeah. what do you need out of bridge communication? Like how often, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think both of us just make an effort to let each other know like when we have time to talk. I and mean, we talk on the phone every single day. So yeah, uh, that that makes it fine. Yeah. yeah. So like you'll call him after when on your way home probably the whole time. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. Unless he's yeah, actually he's tonight probably will. Yeah. yeah. Unless he's not but it works out because both of us uh are in the car a lot. I only got to stay awake somehow. Yeah. So it works out. And it was really inter- it is interest it still is interesting to me, especially when we first started dating, like he didn't know how to navigate like me having a podcast. Right. He's like should I listen to your podcast? Should I not? Does he listen? He's listened to some. He doesn't like listen regularly. I feel like I would like stalk. Like yeah. I would listen to every single podcast. I know. I probably would too, but he was really nervous about it because he was nervous about having access to like hundreds of hours of me talking. Oh, yeah. And he's like, is that going to be confusing if I learn everything about you and, and not in as natural of a way I guess yeah he's like I want to learn about you organically but also like okay imagine you hear everything about the other person you know them right and then but I wouldn't know all that yeah, about him. you wouldn't know that yeah it's that like totally sense. uneven you know that makes sense uh so that was How very responsible of him I wouldn't do it because I'm <laughs> yeah listen to everything but like good, <laughs> yeah. that's like probably best I probably yeah, I don't know what I would do. I would definitely oh, listen to this quite some a few, at least, yeah, because I'm the good yeah, stuff. Because I'm that kind of person. But yeah. I mean, you were saying that too, though. Earlier, like the first, you were saying like when we first became friends, it's like 
how do I navigate this? I know everything about yeah, you. Yeah, it was weird at first. So I was like, <laughs> I already know. You're telling me stuff. I was like, I already know. Yeah. Well, now I'm. it's this weird thing where I'm like, uh, his fam, like, you know, people in his ecosystem who mm-hmm. I haven't met yet, like, can see me on social media. And yeah, that's always interesting. I never thought about all that before. When the family starts to follow. Yeah. So. Gotta... <laughs> Do you think you're going to filter? Do you filter yourself at all? No. No, Good. because I don't filter myself in general. Yeah, that's true. You know? So. That, yeah, actually, I think about that, too. I don't filter myself ever, yeah. either. So, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, I'm the same either way. But it's just, like, funny when things come up uh-huh. on social media versus, I don't know, whole other thing. But, yeah. yeah, I think long distance, I'm kind of someone who likes long distance. Interesting. I think you're not. No, I, I absolutely hate it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's partly because I am... I'm a cancer Mm. and we like to be like emotionally attached to Mm -hmm. someone. Like I'm not very emotional to like my friends really, or like family, but like my significant other, like I could be around my significant other 24 seven and like would have no problem with it. Mm -hmm. But everyone else, I need like my time alone at least. Yeah. No, I get that. I think, well, I talked to him about this too at the beginning, how so much of our relationship getting to know each other, was over the phone talking. Mm-hmm. I've had so many relationships before, like not romantic, like just like relation, any type of relationship that started off over social media or on the phone. You know, yeah. like we we knew each other for quite some time before we ever met. Oh, same yeah. with like so long. Liz, Meg, like I have That's so true. many friends. Kara, like I have so many friends who I just knew for. I became mm-hmm. really good friends with just just online online that to me it's like not that foreign and then i started thinking about for someone who's not in this space at all who like isn't in the yeah this must be weird it would be weird probably like i didn't really think about that until that's why like whenever i tell like my family or like older friends or something Mm -hmm. like oh yeah we met like either i'm talking about rick we met on a dating app or like my friends like yeah. my, a lot of my friends i met on instagram yeah they're like what i met my roommate on instagram yeah so it's just a weird thing if you're not in that space it's I very know. strange for people to grasp yeah. that concept definitely well you know they say don't don't meet up with someone on the internet well <laughs> yeah here we are and it works out in so many ways but it's also like is that a thing with all like little clusters on the internet or is this like a foodie thing no it's gotta be it's gotta be is it like everyone who loves cars on instagram do they all like get to know each other i feel like they must (laughs) but like do they meet in person if you're one of these people let us know (laughs) actually no i am very confident that this is true because i'm a big fan of murder okay and so that sounds when i (laughs) i went to a live a live podcast once of a murder um thing and i've made friends from it Mm. so it's a thing do you stay friends yeah but are there communities like there are there there's communities for sure okay interesting yeah have you watched dirty john or listened to the podcast no god do i need to you need to it's only eight episodes okay well you also haven't watched you yet have you i'm I started it. I'm like three episodes in. That's so good. It, it's making me like... It's wild. But Dirty John's better because it's a real story. Yeah, that's true. I, when it's a real story, it's so much better. I know I need to. I'm probably going to wait to watch it with Rick. Yeah. Because we like to watch... Um, like binge on stuff together. Speaking yeah. of which, have you watched Don't Fuck With Cats? No, what is that? <gasps> it's. I've only seen the first like episode and a half um, because I'm also waiting to watch it with him. But it's 
not about cats, which is what I thought it was about, <laughs> but it's about this, like this internet community came together because this guy posted a video of him like torturing cats and then it's a sign of a serial killer and then basically goes on to have, they tracked him and he eventually like murders someone and becomes a serial killer and they track him. This like internet community, this Facebook group. Is this all a real story? Real. Like it's crazy. Is it a documentary? It's a, it's a four part documentary. It's insane. I Is it know. on Netflix? Netflix. Yeah. Okay. I need to tell, I need to tell boyfriend about crazy. this. I can't see the reason I can't watch this stuff by myself. So yeah, like, that one's creepy. Yeah. I can't watch, and I can't watch you by myself. Like our, I've been watching mm-hmm. it during, if I have time like during, during the, the day, day, but I yeah. can't, if it go, the lights go down, I cannot watch that by myself. So it makes me not watch a lot of things versus yeah. I binged Dirty John when I was home because mm-hmm. I could watch it with my sister and her husband and like my okay, mom. Yeah. So I had like people. So I'll wait to watch it with someone. Yeah. Then. So I need to wait until boyfriend is home yeah. from his sabbatical. Yeah. Um, Binge in this few days. That yeah. He'll be but here. he's not a big TV person. So it's like, well, it's gonna, gonna have to compromise. make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So much TV to watch. But what about, um, how are the holidays? How are you feeling about family distance? That's interesting because I feel like as I get older, I get, I obviously love my time with the family, but you start to develop your life like outside of it. Mm -hmm. So it's so interesting, like going back and like realizing, like seeing the dissonance between your old life and your new life Mm -hmm. and just seeing the difference there. Like it really starts to click every year you go back. I feel like. Tell me more. Um, So yeah, probably probably like around college time, it normally starts with people saying where I was like, oh, I don't view things exactly the same as Mm -hmm. my parents or my family necessarily does, which is obviously fine. But then you grow your life. I grew my life out here Mm -hmm. and started finding like more like-minded people Mm -hmm. and just seeing things differently. So you go back and I obviously love my time there, but you get in like fights and stuff. So it's like much different time in the holidays than Mm -hmm. it was before. And you can relate to that. Yeah, for sure. I think every year I'm more and more ready to just be like, I just want to do my own thing. You know, when, I'm, when mm-hmm. I was younger, we always had big family holidays. And I used to, you know, know couples who would just have a holiday just them. Or I used to think, like, right. I used to know some of my friends just did the holiday with, like, you know, their parents or their sibling. Like, super mm-hmm. small. And I never could understand that. I'm like, that's not fun, right? Or even... Yeah. You know, knowing like a couple of friends who would just go off and go on a trip for Christmas. And I'm like, why would you want to do that? And now that I'm older, I'm like, that sounds so appealing. It does. I'm so into it. And like even this year, I, we tried to convince our family to like go on like a vacation and do something like a little different, get mm-hmm. us outside of our normal comfort zones and just like not do the typical Christmas thing where there's like presents and all of that because mm-hmm. that's stressful too. Mm-hmm. And we didn't end up doing it because our grandma came into town, but like, hopefully making that change and like mm-hmm. making new traditions. Cause I feel like the distance also comes from when you're trying to like latch onto the old traditions and you're just like, Oh, it's not the same. Yeah. I think I had like a lot of, a lot of realizations this year in particular, mm-hmm. it's like more and more, but I think what's hard is with a lot of my family and friends from back home, everything that we have in common is past. Like we just have past right. history in common, but we don't have anything current in common. And there are so many people that I was just quote close with as a function of proximity mm-hmm. and not, 
you know, now I talk to people and there are some people who, yeah, I love and, but a lot of people, I'm just like, we don't have the same values. We don't talk about, you don't know anything about my current life. Like there are people back home who literally don't know anything about my life right now. Like they don't even know what I do and they don't bother to ask. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, all we talk about is past. Like remember when this happened when you were five? And I we've only talked about that so many times, yeah. you know. Like, it's not... I'm just like, this isn't adding any value to my life. Yeah. So, it's kind of sad. You know, I just feel such a disconnect. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm over it. I'm over it. Yeah, no, I completely understand. Sad. But I think at the end of the day, when holidays get stressful, like, we have a choice for them to be or not to be. So, like, there are things for me this year with you know, Christmas time that were super stressful. So I'm like, okay, next year then I'm not doing that. Right. You know, versus like, you can just keep going back. Yeah. You can just keep going back and being in the stressful situation, but that's not what it's supposed to be about. Right. So I'd rather do my own thing if that Mm -hmm. means I can relax. Um, I think also things change when you get older and you're not doing presents anymore. It's like, like they're just not, it's like, okay, what do you do? Yeah. This year on Christmas, we like, didn't even know what to do. We were like, what should we do today? Like, uh, like we, my family or a few of my family members, I was like, let's go see a movie. Yeah. That's Um, what we wanted to do. We used to like mock people. Yeah. People who see movies on Christmas. I was like, no, this is awesome. Yeah. Luckily we bond over like huge meals. So we made an event of that. But otherwise it was like pretty low key. Yeah. But hopefully next year I'm trying to convince, we're trying to convince them to hopefully do, you know, like a vacation and just like Airbnb in a house somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it's like different yeah. stuff than the typical. But see, the reason why I never want to do that is because I really like to have a tree. Oh, well, yeah, you're a major it's Christmas really person important where to I'm me. like, yeah. I couldn't care less. Like Christmas Eve and Christmas, I need to feel. Yeah. Yeah. But I think definitely drawing boundaries. And Mm -hmm. I mean, even like, did you, have you heard my podcast from last week yet? The one about the body comments? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like all of that stuff. It's like between that kind of stuff, like over and over. Mm -hmm. Plus like no one, again, everything we have in common is just history. Like nothing current. I'm like, why am I wasting my time back here? You know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know what I'm going to do next year. I don't want to go back really. If I do just Mm -hmm. for a couple of days. I was back for a longer time, though, because of Hawaii. Yeah, that was a long Which, time. That was yeah. very prolonged. Yeah. So that was probably a lot to handle. Yeah. I was like, only back for, like, five days, so it was nice. Yeah, I think I could do five mm-hmm. days or three or four. Or I would just stay not with my family. Yeah, just, I like, probably won't be space. going back. Now yeah. that I'm, like, full-on living here, yeah. one, I can't afford it, and two, the food industry schedule is just, like, you're working during the holidays. So yeah, that makes sense. It's not really an option. Hey, we can hang out. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. Wait, what did you do for Thanksgiving? Oh, you went to Rick's family? I went to Rick's. Yeah, okay. I hung out with you for a few days, which yeah. was fun. And then, yeah, I went up to Rick's, which was a very different yeah. change of pace, which was nice yeah. as well. We literally did nothing. Like, we made yeah. pies, and it was just the two of us. That sounds so fun. it was, like, the best Thanksgiving. And I was like, wow. So relaxing. Yeah, it was really re- And even this year, like, so this year was the first Christmas that I didn't have a big feast cooked like I didn't I yeah. wasn't planning everything and it was so relaxing to me and it's so weird again like I'm such a foodie and I love it but I was eating I'm eating carnivore right and I told my mom like I'm just gonna eat the meat right uh-huh. <laughs> so and I was like she was That's like so what do you want like I'm like I don't care what we have and I could tell she was disappointed but I'm like yeah. I'll cook something for you, you want me to cook something for you guys she's like no uh-huh. um but it was and I would expect myself to be sad that I wasn't planning out the feast and doing all this stuff because I do love to cook, but it was really nice for me just to chill and not think about yeah, same. anything. 
you know? Because we went to his family's potluck, and mm-hmm. so I brought one dish, but mm-hmm. usually I'm making, like, 15 dishes. Yeah, it's stressful. So I was like, oh, this is so nice. I don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. And there was no yeah. fights, and it was just, like, really chill. Yeah. It's a I good change. I think also with family, it's like they don't understand the desire for space, and they take offense at the desire, the desire mm-hmm. for space. And I'm like, this is not because I don't like you. This is just because I need space from everyone. Yeah. Like, like Okay, we work together because even when we live together... We give each other space. Yeah, like, I won't see you for hours. You know what I mean? It's, like, no big deal. Like, when I was there, I'd be like, I'm going for a hike for a day. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, that it only works like that. But I think, Mm -hmm. you know, when I'm home, I notice, I'm like, oh, my God, she's going to get offended that I just need some space right now. But it's not you. It's just, like, I need space from everyone. And they take it personally because it's like, I haven't seen you in a year. so much. Like, but... But still, I would, I would get so heated. I did get heated over Christmas because people, like, I'm making the meals mm-hmm. and like I was asked to make the meals and I love to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. But then it would come into my kitchen and just be like, "Give me something to do. Give me something to do," or like freak out about stuff and yeah. like try to micromanage me. And yeah. I'm like, "Back the fuck up and get out." There's <laughs> Christmas dinner. I'm doing. <laughs> my I love my grandma to do that. She's precious, but she was like, "You need to make the mac and cheese right now." And I was like. I know what I'm doing. Oh my God. She's like, it's not going to be ready in time. I was like, mac and cheese takes eight minutes. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be fine. <laughs> was it fine? Yeah. Like, dinner was out perfectly on time, even though people were trying to put me out of the schedule for like hours. <laughs> but it's like, so I annoying. was next level, like, get the fuck out of here. Do you like people helping you in the kitchen or do you want to be by Certain yourself? Certain people. Yeah. Like most people get in the way. Mm-hmm. It was very strange that this past Christmas, my little sister who doesn't cook at all mm-hmm. was my number one help. Oh. Because she saw everyone was, my mom and my grandma were trying to like invade mm-hmm. and like take over and she's like, get out yeah. Kelly what do you need me to do mm-hmm. and I was like that's the kind of energy I need yeah you need to ask me what you need from <laughs> I need me that good energy. you don't need to be in here being like you need to do this you need yeah. to do that like that's the kind of thing I need someone be like what do you need help with yeah yeah it's hard to find people who don't get in the way it's like yeah my mom is like she tries to help but she just gets in the way and she'll like try and do mm-hmm. things a step ahead of me and then I'm like you just fucked like it your up. whole moving process oh my god <laughs> you guys how do i even describe my moving process literally i i ordered everything ahead of time so that i would just move straight like it would be delivered so well it was planned so well Mm -hmm. i was i was so proud of myself i'm like this is gonna be easy oh my god everything that went wrong went wrong and my parents your parents just kind of rolled god with it bless them. they tried to help and like just made things worse they did they tried their hardest <laughs> they tried it. bless their souls they literally i'm like finally like, just give them a task you know mm-hmm. so i i'm like i send them three links and i'm like can you pick these up from ikea <laughs> this <Okay. story's> so <laughs> funny <laughs> And they're like, okay, great. So they're like, okay, we'll get the stuff from Ikea and then we'll build it at your place. And I'm like, amazing. This takes so much relief off me, right? So mm-hmm. I'm at my old place packing up, doing stuff and they're handling that all. They go to Ikea, deal with it. First of all, my parents, now I understand. So in Hawaii, did I tell them they got lost every single day? Every single day. Shit my parents would do. Like, we, were, we were like, is this real life? Because we would send them... We even sent them the address a few times what? and they they would go to the wrong place and then we'd call our parents and be like, where are you guys? And then they'd figure out that things were wrong and they'd be swearing like, oh my God, oh we're at the wrong... The, like the first night this happened, 
we told them to meet us at this restaurant and we call and they were literally an hour away. They went to the other side of the island. What? And, and then the next day we like were meeting them for something else. They went to the complete other like they're like 30 minutes away. They're so lost. Like, Something's and it literally in happened, the water it happened every single day. They were like, how can you get lost? So I we, like it's Murphy's Law with them. Yeah, so we, Something's gonna happen. We eventually, we were like, okay, we can't let them dr- meet us anywhere. Like, we have to pick them up oh or have them come to our place. And that then we so drive funny. them. And I'm like, they're not like <laughs> that old. No. So, whatever. Anyways, back to my IKEA <laughs> debacle. So, they're handling the ikea stuff and then my mom calls me like at the end of the day she's like hey sweetie so good news we built everything it's gonna be great but don't don't get mad i think you know we 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 got something you didn't ask us to get but i think you're really gonna like it and i'm thinking oh my god do you know anything about me if i send you links don't get something better be that yeah so basically they got the wrong furniture that's and so they funny, they realized guys. they got the wrong furniture and but still assembled of, it they still assembled <laughs> it and they hoped that i would see it and lo- and then oh okay so so basically they got the wrong okay so we have the wrong size bed so they stick my queen bed on a full <laughs> on a full so frame funny. they get the wrong table and still assemble it that table's heinous it's so too. ugly it's, it's so ugly you need to paint it it's so bad my mom was like it's cute don't you think i'm like absolutely not absolutely not. um and then no, Pam. and then they got so i got like a dresser to be my tv stand mm-hmm. and my dad only picked up half of the i was gonna say ingredients <laughs> half of the pieces so what? instead of oh because they come in like it's two okay, sets yeah. of drawers so there's like a bottom piece that's super wide and then two sets of drawers that you build on top and it makes uh-huh. this whole big wide t- like wide dresser that i'm right. making a tv stand um and so it basically looks like this long piece of board at the bottom and then like two sides and only one set of drawers and there's a big hole on the on the left <laughs> where the other drawers are supposed to be and my mom's like oh it's fine you just put your tv on the right side and i'm like what are you kidding me <laughs> like that's the, the solution you come up with <laughs> like, leave a gaping hole in your dresser that was just one example there was of the things that went awry you know but, they meant well but yeah <laughs> Like, wow. don't get involved it's like when people try and cook in the kitchen yeah you know i'm just like it's a, you don't have to do that yeah you can just let me do just my thing don't yeah so, or mm. sometimes it takes longer to describe to people where things are and like yeah. what to do and i'm like i could do this faster exactly um so yeah holidays are an interesting time they are i'm glad you're back here though and i'm glad you're back with close to rick so glad things to be, can go to be home yeah yeah go back very to nice. normal we gotta we gotta get together the four of us oh yeah we, we do yeah double date yeah double date and see what's up so that'd be so i'm fun. excited expect big things from kelly oh, what are you yeah. most excited about in 2020 kel career building things mm. fun career building mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and kelly is helping me build my career too mm-hmm. <laughs> we had a we're a, helping a, each other yeah we had an epic uh business meeting the other day yeah excited about it's it it's gonna be crazy <laughs> that's gonna be great yeah so Big many things, things come. so many things coming awesome well thanks for coming on the show kelly thanks so much it's always a pleasure always a pleasure and kelly and i now that we live close want to do more regular podcasts yes, about do. whatever so if you have any topics you would like discussed please send them in please send them in to us we're gonna try and do a monthly hopefully mm-hmm. I think we can do it. Monthly or bi-monthly. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see um, with the schedules. Kelly Christina podcast. Mm-hmm. 
So any topic you want. Send them our way. Nothing's off limits. Nothing. Yeah. are open books. So you can send those to podcast at ChristinaRiceWellness.com, which is Mm -hmm. Kelly. (laughs) Just to Kelly. Mm -hmm. Just to Spain. Um, And you can also submit them on my website, ChristinaRiceWellness.com. Definitely. Podcast page and let us know what you think. So if people want to find you, tell them where. You can find me. My website, for one, is kellyscleankitchen.com. Also, my Instagram, Kelly's Clean Kitchen. Awesome. So hit me up, especially if you're in Orange County and need any private chefing needs. I got you. You got it. All right. Thanks again for tuning in. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. And we will chat with you again next time. Bye. Bye.